You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello. I hope you are well and have had a good start to the day so far. So today I'm going to be talking to you about systems, how to systemize your firm so that it can run without you and the three core areas in your firm that require you to build those systems so that the systems do the heavy lifting rather than you having to. I'm going to talk to you about uh, an analogy, a three kind of uh, area analogy that I've come up with to explain this. I've inserted it into my new book, which is coming on uh, nicely and hopefully ready to go into production, i.e. type setting, as uh, this podcast goes live. So I am hoping it's been a long time coming, but by the end of, uh, where are we now? We're in March. Uh, You're probably listening to this around middle of March. By the end of March, it should be with my graphic designer to do the typesetting, and hopefully that shouldn't take him more than about a month. So, fingers crossed, by the end of uh, April, beginning of May, is when it should all be ready to go live into print and be on your uh, on your tables, on your desks, sometime very soon. So I'm uh, looking forward to it. It's been... Uh, uh, a labor of uh, of not love, <laughs> given that it's been going on for so long, and you'll be, be glad to just get it off my chest, off my desk, and finally into the world. Okay, so let's talk about systems. There are three core areas in, the, in your firm that require systems, and we'll talk about what kind of systems you need. So yesterday I was doing a session with the Profitable Accountants Community, a deep dive mentoring session that I do every month, and it was called the three core areas of your systems uh, in order to be able to get your firm to run without you. So why are systems important? You No doubt you know that uh, systems are important because it allows us to uh, to get to, to put in place uh, systems that la- that do the heavy lifting for us, which means that we don't have to. When we don't have good systems and processes in place, what happens is that we become we become the bottleneck. We become uh, consumed in everything to do with the practice. We uh, retain a lot of things in our head, uh, uh, which results in overwhelm, in burnout, in stress, and uh, a miserable existence. So <laughs> we need to be able to offload stuff from our head into systems that uh, our team can use. So that. Uh, things don't get missed so that uh, everything can run smoothly so that things are done to the same standard that you would do them yourself because one of the main uh, reasons why we get frustrated is and uh, are still consumed in the reviewing and the preparing and the doing is that we don't believe that uh, other people can do it as well as us and no one will be able to do it as well as you but uh, they'll get pretty close and even if they can get 75% close that's fine and it's upon you to then get stuff out of your head and constantly uh, you know coach and train and uh, prepare process notes and things like that so that people are aware of your expectations and your standards and one day they will be able to do it as well as you. Certainly my team, my team can do a lot of uh, 
uh, other work or much better than I can. Uh, in fact, they can do all the work much better than I can. Um, do not ask me to prepare a set of accounts or a tax return or do any payroll, or do any bookkeeping. I wouldn't have the foggiest. I wouldn't know where to start. So my team are much better at doing it than I am. And so they should be because that is their forte. Uh, that's what you hire your team members to do, to do the technical work so you can focus on what you're good at. Remember, you're not the technician anymore. You're not doing the job anymore. You're not responsible for the work anymore. You're responsible for the people who are then responsible for the work. A line from Simon Sinek, I just quoted you there. You're responsible for the people who are then responsible for the work. So what are the key areas that we need to create systems around? So I've come up with this kind of three-part analogy to split our firm into these three areas. The factory, the office, and the brains. So if you imagine kind of a pyramid structure, right? Or a, sorry, not a pyramid, so a triangle. In the top half of the triangle, you've got the, so imagine an equilateral triangle. In the top half, uh, on its own, you've got the brains. And that then feeds down into the, the left and the right, uh, the bottom half of the triangle. You've got the factory and the office. These are the three areas that uh, exist in your practice. And let me explain them to you and then we talk about which systems you need in each of those areas. But uh, how, this analogy, I think, is useful to kind of understand, you know, what, uh, how our practice operates, what is it that we do, what is our input, what is our output, and how do we become more efficient by implementing systems and which systems do we need to implement where. So let's start off with the factory. The factory part of our office. This is where work happens. So uh, the factory is where work happens. What do I mean by that? I mean that this is essentially what we do is we take stuff from clients. We have some input. We just like a factory. We take in raw materials. We then do something to it. We work our magic. We process the inputs that we receive and then we churn it out. So just like a factory, we'll get the raw materials in. They would process it, heat it, mold it, do whatever to it, and then churn out the widgets at the end and after their conveyor belt. So essentially, this is what we do with uh, with with work, don't we? In terms of, our, okay, we're not making widgets, but our output is is knowledge work. But in order for us to output that knowledge work, we need we take inputs, we process, and then we have outputs. So there is an area in our practice which we can we can term the metaphorical factory. And in that factory, we need systems. So just like in a, an industrial industrial factory, you would have to have systems. What kind of systems would you need? You would need systems like a, uh, knowing what jobs are in and what the status of those jobs are and what the deadlines are for those jobs to go out. So similarly, in our practice, in our factory, we need to know what jobs are in, what status are those jobs at, and what are the deadlines for those particular jobs in order to prioritize their production in our factory. So typically, uh, you will probably have, um, no doubt you have already, if you don't, then uh, attend to it. Um, you might have some sort of uh, workflow management solution, probably within your practice management software that tells you what's in and what stage it is at. If you're still trying to use uh, spreadsheets to do this for you, I highly recommend you uh, move away from spreadsheets and get some kind of practice management solution to help you. There are no shortage of uh, solutions now made for specifically for the accountancy market to assist you with this. Some of the usual suspects are Carbon, Center, Pixie, 
you've got accountancy manager, you've got some Euclid's on the block coming up now as well. And in terms of if you haven't got one or if you have got one and you're not quite happy with it, then you know put a put a message out into the Facebook group that I run, Transforming Profits for Accountants, and uh, ask away, ask your fellow accountants what they're using, what they like about it to be able to choose the right one for you. But essentially, that's what we need. In our factory, we need a workflow management solution to tell us what jobs are in and what stage they're at and when they need to go out by. In our factory, what else do we need? We need to know, we need to have some kind of uh, uh, quality control. So in addition to workflow and deadline management, we need quality control. So we need we need some sort of a check on the work that uh, uh, that it's done to our standard, that it has been reviewed, that key things have been uh, uh, considered before the output is then produced to clients and ultimately off to the tax authorities or to companies' house. So we need some kind of quality control system in place to show that what needs to be done has been done the review process has been undertaken to make sure that obvious errors are made and miss the risk of error and mistake is reduced so that's what we need in our factory uh, moving on now uh, obviously I went to a very deep session deep dive uh, yesterday but we don't have as long today and I've only got uh, about five minutes or so left with you so I'm going to give you a the quick whistle stop tour of the three areas and then obviously if you want to, uh, to go deep on this and get access to the resources that I shared with my audience then you know what to do come and join the pack come and join the profitable accountants community so moving on the second area in our practice that needs systems is the office so the office is where work is managed Remember, the first area was a factory where work is where work happens. The second area is the office where work is managed. And what I mean by that is this is where we take work from the factory and this is the this is where we send it out to clients. We receive information from clients. We manage uh, client affairs in terms of client communications, client documents, onboarding, engagements, pricing, proposals, anything to do with communicating to our customers happens from the metaphorical office. So what systems do we then need then in our office? Well, we need good, uh, good CRM. We need one source of truth. Now, if you have a practice management solution, you're probably using that as your one source of truth. You have all your client data within there, all the basics, you know, the phone numbers, the addresses, the emails, the contacts, all that kind of thing. Now, in an age where we have so many different types of software that we are using for the same clients, it means that we are entering the same data in multiple places, which is a bit annoying if we don't have uh, checks in place, if we don't have kind of automatic zaps or anything between them. But it's important that you identify to your team, what is your one source of truth? Yes, you might have to enter the same data into multiple pieces of software. For, so for example, not just in your CRM, but if you're setting up a zero or QuickBooks file for a client, you'll have to enter the details in there. If you're then using different accounts production software, you'll enter the, the details in there. And then if you've got your practice management solution, you've got the details in there and company secretarial solution, and you've got the details in there. You need to communicate to your team. What is the one source of truth? What is the thing that needs to be changed first and foremost? And then the others are then optional. As long as your, your team should know where any changes should happen because if they don't then you know things change one team member might receive uh, uh, an email address change from a client and it just sits in their inbox or they change it at one place but they don't actually change it in the place that it should be changed so that when someone else wants to email that particular client they're sending it to a wrong email so very basic things but ensure that your team know what is that one source of truth so in the office we also need uh, document management system so we need a place where our client communications are centrally held so that if a team member is away if a team member leaves then we're not having to then 
uh, trawl through their particular inbox to find things or find what was said to a client, what was sent to a client and things like that. You want to be able to have a system where the communications between clients with with your clients is held centrally. So all the emails that your team are sending to clients, any correspondence that was received from those clients, what's sent to those clients, we need to have an audit trail for obvious purposes for that. And again, practice management solutions, uh, some of them allow you to do that. The ones like Carbon, uh, Campsy Manager allow you to assign, you know, get the emails flagged and connect with your Gmail or Outlook so that emails uh, the email trails are saved in the same place or you could have a separate document and email management solution something like virtual cabinet that we use which again has an outlook add-in and a gmail add-in so it picks up any or it flags the, the stuff that you want to file uh, and keeps a log of it within the client record in your document management solution so that's uh, another system that you want to have in the in the in the office for the metaphorical office. Something else we need is uh, a way to send uh, stuff out to clients electronically. We're in 2023 now. You should not be keeping any paper in your office. And <laughs> please tell me you don't. Uh, there are we moved paperless back in 2011. So there's no reason now for you not to be paperless. So you need a way of being able to send stuff out to clients for electronic signature and for that to come back to store it electronically as well you may already be doing that within your practice management solution if you have a portal to do that or you might be using a standalone solution like DocuSign, AdobeSign, Signable, HelloSign but that is one of the systems that you need in your office okay moving on now I uh, only got a few minutes left before my lunch and learn session with my pack community and the most and this is the most important area so this is the one you want to you want to take uh, heed of because this is where the magic happens yes uh, the factory is obvious the off the office is uh, pretty obvious from what you've heard but this third area in your firm this is the game changer and this is what I call the brains <clears throat> so we've got at the top the brains then we've got the office and the factory at the bottom. Now the brains is how we do things here. Now this is really important because this is what's going to make you uber efficient and uber profitable because the brains is the way that you capture and share knowledge amongst your team from you. From, so basically this is where you capture and extract knowledge from your head and your respective team members head and collate it within a knowledge hub, a living and breathing knowledge hub, a knowledge database that is uh, helping you to share the intellectual capital that you have in your head and in your team's head with your team, your current team, your future team members as well. And this is how you generate efficiency. Forget trying to keep timesheets, forget trying to make, you know, work out profit per client. Impossible, never going to happen. This is how you generate efficiency and profitability. As the CEO of Hewlett Packard said, if HP knew what HP knows, we would be three times more profitable. So what that means is if we were able to extract everything in our team members head and share that efficiently with other team members across the world, we would be so much more profitable. So just think in your team, your team members are doing things every day. They're learning every day. They've got, you know, secret uh, uh, hacks.
tricks and ways of uh, working smarter, things they're doing on autopilot, but they don't appreciate the importance of this, of this. It's your role as a leader to identify the importance of getting the information and knowledge out of your team member's head and sharing it between each other. Have ways of doing this. For example, we have a Slack channel called Working Smarter Tips. So when somebody comes across something that, you know, they found some kind of uh, keyboard shortcut or they found something that they can do in zero much faster or they found a link uh, something you know interesting on uh, on chat gpt and using ai they would put it in that slack channel i encourage my team members to constantly share knowledge and the most important thing is to have a hub where they can add to this knowledge bank that you build up over time a how-to process guide now some practice management uh, solutions will allow you to actually put the process note within the workflow itself so for example in carbon and accountancy manager i believe within the within the workflow so for example in accounts you've got workflows what needs to be done books come in they get processed and then within each stage of the process you can actually of the workflow you can add in a process note so that if someone has come across it and they don't know how to move it uh they don't know how to do a particular thing within in that same place there is a process note or a loom video again loom is an incredible tool if you haven't used it already we highly recommend you do it it's now so much easier for us to put process notes together for our team members by recording a very quick loom video and adding it to a knowledge bank we use Notion. You've heard me talk about Notion before. I've got a knowledge hub, a knowledge database built in Notion. And then we go and add in how to process notes in there all the time. We make it easy for our team members to do this by having templates in there. Something I shared with my uh, uh, community yesterday, a template, a database that I created, which makes it very easy for client uh, for your team members to go in and add a process note and then you know we we then build that up over time and uh, it's one of the things that uh, you know I encourage we always talk about it in our team meetings it's something that goes out as a question on the 15-5 tool that we use to gauge our team members pulse score every week or to ask them have you written about process this week and when you do that when you collate when you capture and share that knowledge between your team members that's going to make you more profitable that's going to make you more efficient that's going to make you work smarter rather than harder okay well if that makes sense the three areas you refer let's quickly recap you've got the brains which is how we do things here you've got the office where work is managed and you've got the factory where work is done let me know what you think of this analogy send me a note in on linkedin to let me know your thoughts otherwise if you haven't already please do leave me a review on apple Podcasts. it would be much appreciated and give me motivation to do more of these as always reach out to me let me know what uh, uh what, what benefit you had what one takeaway you got from this session and i'll see you on the next episode take care bye for now I hope you got value from that episode. And if you want to spend more time together, where we go deeper on topics like pricing, marketing, sales, building a team and processes so you can build a firm that is less reliant on you, then come and join the TYP Mentoring Community. It's my membership program where I deliver practical mentoring sessions from my personal experience of building my practice and share resources that I have created and use in my firm so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and waste time and money making mistakes like I did. There's an amazing community of 100 plus accountants that you get to meet every week, share challenges, best practices, and use the power of the group to shortcut your learnings. Go to resahuda.com forward slash mentoring to find out more. Thank you for listening. 
For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.